Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And joining us now, the outstanding uh, Bob Nightingale from USA Today. Bob, first of all, how have you been? Yeah, doing great, Steve. Glad to uh, get started and the... Uh, yeah, fun spring and a great WBC. So WBC was a blast to cover. Yeah, I bet it was. And I I feel like in some ways, especially when I see the TV ratings, and the, I'll give you an example. I, teach, I do teach a sports broadcasting class at Penn State. And there was a point where they had to hand in uh, talk shows. 40% of them dealt with the WBC, and these are 18 to, you know, 20 to 22-year-olds, Bob. And that, that that pleasantly surprised me, and it seems like the WBC did a lot to latch on with young people. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's almost like an you know, all-star game in March. You know, all those uh, stars were, were doing it. And I just think the uh, the passion on those games, I mean, it's, it's a shame. You know, you know, those fans don't show up for Marlins games, but it's just electric. I mean, uh, my second time in Miami for the WBC, and they had the uh, early rounds there in 2017. It's just a uh, there's, there's nothing like the, at- the uh, atmosphere with the Latin player in, in Miami. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, well said. Something that's been interesting that's been playing out though is uh, what's happened with the regional sports networks. Uh, the Padres finally did get their payment on time. The Twins and Guardians are seeing a little bit of a right squeeze, and right now they've got they're in a 15 day period right now. Yet when you look at the ratings, the TV ratings out of the gate, they've been phenomenal to this point. Uh, I mean, up across the board, including all these Diamond Sports Network things that we're seeing, uh, where it's you're seeing it's. Padres up 75% from opening day. Angels up 25% from a year ago. Cardinals, most watched TV program in St. Louis since the Super Bowl. Rangers up 30%. D-backs up 27%. Rays up 23%. You know, that's a major upset that, you know, there as well. But what is that telling us about what we're seeing with baseball right now? Well, at least, you know, when you think about it, the first year in four four years, we've actually had normalcy. You know, I mean, there's no, you know, no COVID. Uh, remember last year, it was only a three-week spring training because of the uh, lockout. So uh, I think, you know, people were discussing last year, like, okay, what, what's happening now? And uh, it kind of got turned off by baseball before it even had its opening day. So now I think it's okay. Let's, let's give baseball a shot here. Now let's see how these uh, – New rules, you know, take place and, and things like that. So I just think there's more of excitement. Like, okay, finally, after all this time, we're going to have a normal, normal season. And some of these games have seen a shaving of 26 minutes off the game time on average, at least in spring training. Orioles, in fact, had a game the other day. They won in two hours and 18 minutes. Uh, Bob, now we're at least starting with this. What is your thought on the on the rules changes and what it's meaning to the game? Well, at least, yeah, it's certainly how much dead time there was in that we were getting used to it and getting fed up by it. I mean, TV ranks were plummeting, attendance was plummeting. It's just, you know, so much time where nothing was happening. And it shows that, okay, remember baseball wanted to do a 14-second fish clock and then 15. So I think just showing that, uh, hey, uh, let's have, you know, let's have a, some action here. We're not going to have any action. Let's make it a make it a quick game. Uh, yeah, those, I mean, those WBC games are long. No pitch clock. 
But, you know, there was always action stuff going on. She didn't mind the three-and-a-half, four-hour game. But there's nothing worse than, you know, sitting there for three, three-and-a-half hours where nothing is happening. And I think now it's like, you know, people realize, man, I was a, uh, getting so used to, uh, you know, just, just sitting around and, and doing nothing. Now, you know, the, the one beauty, too, is you're seeing fans stay to the end of games now. Even at Dodgers Stadium, when they used to bolt after the seventh inning, get the traffic. <laughs> now the games are, you know, going quicker. It's like, okay, let me, well, let me stay, uh, stay put here till the uh, the last out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, but they're still showing up in the third inning, though. I'm just kidding. If I saw her, but I tell you what, though, you. Uh, you show up by uh, 45 minutes late to a Dodger game, now you're going to miss the first three, four innings. <laughs> yeah, you're ex- exactly right. What do you think about the style of game with the shifts and with the larger bases? Has it made an impact on the running game? Has it made an impact on action? It's really made a difference in the running game. Uh, you'll probably have pitch clock more than the, uh, uh, the, the larger bases just because with the pitch clock, now base runners can say, you know what, these went through over twice. The third time's gave you a right or time out of buck. And sometimes these guys are looking at the pitch clock themselves and timing it, knowing that this guy's got to throw the pitch here next uh, next couple seconds. So let me t- take off running, knowing he's not going to throw over. Yeah, that, and that's a big part of it because I, I pointed out to people the great Dave Roberts stolen base that ignited the Red Sox. I think Mariano threw over four times if I recall correctly, before finally he took off. Hey, you wouldn't have that today. No, no. And they, uh, and I think they had to put that in there just because of the pitch clock. You know, guys would take advantage of it. Let me, you know, let me catch my breath here. Throwing over nine or ten times. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens toward, uh, you know, once the season gets going, too, uh, to have some more offense. Offense really did not change at all in, in spring training. Uh, in the minor leagues, it, it didn't. But, you know, when guys are throwing uh, 100 miles an hour, if you throw, you know, five, six, seven pitches that, you know, that hard, you're probably going to get a little fatigued. So everybody's kind of expecting, you know, the velocity to drop a little bit. Early on, Aaron Judge has done what Aaron Judge does. Shohei Otani has done what Shohei Otani does. Uh, we just watched, for example, the women's basketball final four and caitlin clark was doing what caitlin clark does what do stars mean in baseball and what has it meant in the early going that the stars so far have quote been the stars yeah i mean dave dombrowski has said that for years it's like i want stars people want to come see stars and and dave always made sure he has stars wherever he's been uh, knowing that you know people want to see that they'll go to a game to to, to see a star. Uh, you know, during his heyday there, you know Barry Bonds. I mean, you weren't going to the restroom or grabbing a beer when he came up to bat. Uh, you want right. to make sure you're sitting in the seat. And I think same thing here with the uh, you know with the judge uh, in, in Otani, that sort of thing. It's like people want to see uh, if you know if something special happens. You don't want to be uh, using the restroom. And Judge is a uh, you know four hundred twenty five foot home run. Yeah, I remember years ago being at, at PNC Park and the Pirates were playing the Red Sox. So at this point, no DH. So David Ortiz did not start the game, and then he came up in the sixth inning as a pinch hitter. And Bob, everybody stopped. Nobody went. I mean, every it was one of the few times I saw thirty eight thousand fans eyeballs locked in 
on one guy because the star came to the plate. Yeah, I mean, just a uh, you know all sports and uh, yeah, but in, in baseball, you know, a star can't you know unless you're you know a starting pitcher, uh, you really can't you know dominate dominate a game by yourself. Uh, but you sort of produce those magic moments, you know, particularly uh, late inning drama. You know, two guys on base, and that guy comes up with a chance to do something special and, and win the game. Uh, what do you think about uh, what we've at least seen through the opening week? Uh, what has stuck out to you in the opening week? Uh, te- the Texas Rangers pitching is like okay, you know, they and they spent some money to. Uh, that don't yeah. really help out there. Three new starters, and man, they've been pitching lights out. Uh, on the flip end, I know it's only four games in the season, but a little concerning what's going on at the Phillies. And they should yeah. be giving out that many runs. And that location is getting battered. Uh, you know, that team's, you know, that team's both an offense, obviously, but you can't pitch that poorly. And, and they really have. Uh, also, you wonder what's going on at Fenway Park. And in fact, the old Coors. Field days. I mean, I think it, yeah, yeah, it's like their scores score like you know seventeen, eighteen runs a game there so far in the four games. Bob, it's like when I was a kid going to Fenway Park. <laughs> I don't see any difference between now and when I was going when I was a kid. The pitching wasn't that. The pitching wasn't that great then. Not <laughs> <laughs> now. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd go in there like, "Hey, look, they got Yaz, they got Tony Canigliaro." I go, "Whatever, they have no pitching, but what the heck? We're going to watch a nine-eight game." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's been cra- it's been crazy how uh, that the runs being scored in those games are. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem like you know, Coors Field, uh, particularly before the humidor. Has uh, anybody? Uh, what, what's been your thought on uh, what the Yankees have done to this point? Because obviously they're always going to be a focal point. And then I'll ask you about the Mets. Yeah, I mean the uh, yeah Yankees are you know kind of living up to expectations. Uh, you know, getting some uh, nice output from all the uh, from all the guys. You know, Anthony Volpe has uh, you know played just like he did in spring training. Uh, Kind of, you know, help out that team and you know, really doing that with the small type of things. So yeah, they got to be happy with what's gone on, particularly with the uh, injuries that are starting in rotation. Uh, you know, with, with the Mets, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I you still wonder where that team is. You know, the third best team in the division, second best team. I think Atlanta is clearly the best team in yeah. the uh, NL East. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they had a. Uh, you know, terrible game, obviously, in Milwaukee. You know, losing the uh, 10-0 there with Carrasco just getting hammered. So, uh, you know, Volander being out is a concern. I know they say it's nothing serious, but you're still talking about a 40-year-old pitcher. you got to be very careful with Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Appreciate you and uh, the great work that you do, Bob. All right, my pleasure. Thank you, Steve. Take care.